All right. Good morning again. Uh, we are. No, let's start. Let's start a different place. Let's start a different place. Um, um, life. <laughs> Life happened on the way to Sunday this week, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, um, d- didn't get as much time with the sermon, and and then woke up this morning, and the um, hamster didn't get on the wheel, and then I gave it enough coffee to get on the wheel to get here, and then it decided to stop getting on the wheel again, and so I I haven't been able to drown the hamster again in coffee enough to uh, wake it up. So uh, this could be this could be enjoyable uh, for us all. Um, let's 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 start here. Uh, if you if you need to be comforted, if you need to be comforted, uh, what do you do? Where do you go? What 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 is your deal when you need comfort? What is your deal? Nutella. Nutella, huh? That is your go-to. Nutella crackers. Graham crackers. Yeah. 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 And to the rest of you, Courtney simply says, you're welcome. Um, so, we got Nutella. What else? What else? When you need comforted, what, what do you go to? Any, yeah, any particular ice cream? Andy's? Uh, what? Yeah. What else? What else? What do you go to? What do you go to? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Your parents are here, bro, so I'm like, careful. <laughs> Music, yes, music. Any particular music? 80s? Coming up in a couple of weeks in service, right? So yeah, stay tuned for that. So um, the more answers we get, the more I'm like, here's a song. Who, who do you go to? Today is, come on, people. Come on, Jesus. No, mother. Mom, right? Okay, yes, Mom. As, as we continue to progress, yeah, seconds are going backwards now. I think God is like, in this series so far, Uncivil War, uh, the, the, thematically, as I was kind of uh, re, uh, researching and getting prepared for this series, thematically, you know, I started to think about the Marvel uh, uh, Civil War or Captain America Civil War last year and, and, and Batman versus Superman last year, as, 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 as I think PA said last week, you know, last year was the uh, 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 cinematic Civil War year um, and uh, uh, superhero super, Civil War year. And I, I thought about that, but Jared, you know, was afraid we'd get sued by Marvel if we kind of went with their graphics. So instead, what we did for the backdrop graphic there is that we took a picture of our uh, game show night that we had here at Crosspoint Fellowship. If you look real closely, I think you can see Caitlin strangling Paul. Um, uh, if you look real closely there, I think it's pretty obvious that you can see that. Uh, and so, um, we live in a society that is in civil war. Now, not, you know, guns and battles and, and et cetera that we experienced in the past, but in the fact that we are devouring each other. In fact, um, Isaiah uh, chapter 9, uh, I don't have that, I, I had it in a previous study guide, but uh, just talks about how, you know, the, the, the nation, that nation, Israel, were devouring each other. Like, you know, um, they were just completely just at odds, devouring. And, and that just fits our nation perfectly. And I got the idea of uncivil war, right? Because, but it's kind of an oxymoron statement because uncivil actually sounds like the one thing civil about war. And uh, but in, in an uncivil war, what God one another's in the New Testament about how 
inside communion. There's some of them are overlapping and the, and the same thing. Uh, but if we do this as a, ch- this isn't just a church thing. This is a work thing. This is a home thing. This is a neighborhood place that we have community. If we practice these things, we will have stronger, better community. And where we started, Paul started us off that, that the foundation of all of this is love. And we found out that love is a feeling, a love is a verb, thank you DC Talk fans, love is a verb, and actually more specifically, love is sacrifice. That's the platform in which we stand on, that's the foundation in which we build everything else uh, uh, off of. And then the next week we saw that, that, that uncivil war is that we consider other people more significant than ourselves. But in civil war, what do we do? We're the most significant person. And then last week, PA uh, showed us that, that uh, well, how we use freedom, right? We use our freedom to serve each other, right? I have freedom, so serve me. Today, we're going to look at comfort. You're like, oh, that's cute. You know, Mother's Day and comfort. That was, you know, brilliant that you planned that out. No, no, actually, um, I didn't plan that out. It just got, got lucky or got sovereignty or whatever you want to, want to, want to say about that. So we're going to be in first, or I'm sorry, second Corinthians chapter one. And we're going to look at where Paul writes about where comfort comes from. Where comfort comes from. Praise to God. Chapter one, verse three. Praise the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and the God of all comfort but we read that we hear that and say that that god is all about our comfort that 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 is his four first priority and yes it says god of all comfort but he comforts us in all our affliction he this doesn't say that god comforts us by getting rid of affliction now does it See, in America, suburban America, that, you know, really, God is just there to comfort me. You want. But that's not what God, in our affliction. So that, why does he comfort us in our affliction? able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction. Through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Affliction here isn't just persecution, although it includes persecution. Uh, affliction here is anything that, 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 that puts us under pressure. Puts us in the pressure cooker is what we would say. Anything that would make us stress, make us, make us any difficulty, any circumstance, anything that would put us under pressure. That's what this affliction is talking about. In uncivil war, our suffering is for others' comfort. Our suffering is for others' comfort. That's what happens in uncivil war. Our suffering is for others' comfort. But that's not what we do in America. You are to be all about my comfort. That's what we're all about here in America. And unfortunately, that's spilled over into the church as well, right? You are here for my comfort. For those of us that are a part of the church, that, that are cross-pointers, uh-uh. 
our suffering, our affliction. Let's keep reading what Paul says through this. For as the sufferings of Christ overflowed flows, if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. Isn't that crazy? Imagine if we all thought this way. Endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. See, civil war says, nothing higher than my comfort, so therefore comfort is my God. And I will achieve my comfort by any means possible, including taking your comfort. But uncivil war is my suffering is for others' comfort. What if we thought that way? Look, suburbia in America, right? We have comfortable lives. What we consider to be afflictions are third world problems, or first world problems, right? You know, last night in the uh, hotel room, the Wi-Fi just wasn't working properly. I'm afflicted. First world problem, right? We look at our pantry, we have a full pantry, but we have nothing to eat. Right? First world problem. We scan through our 300 channels. There's nothing to watch, right? First world affliction. Comfort becomes our God, and everybody else is supposed to look out for my comfort. Also, verse 7, and our hope for you is, a, is firm, because we know that as you share in the sufferings, uncivil war is this, is that we say no to suffering, ever. In fact, we'll spiritualize it. If things are a little too uncomfortable, we'll, we'll, we'll say, God is closing that door. I'd have to think Peter getting crucified upside down. Touch on John. Um, uh, tradition says that John, the, you know, the writer of John and Revelation and such, that he was he had boiling tar poured on him. Take a vote. Was that uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. Unless he didn't have nerve endings, uncomfortable. And he lived through it. Just to, you know, add that for kickers. But today we're like, it's not God's will for things to be a little bit uncomfortable. The apostles are in heaven going, excuse me? Bless your heart, you sweet thing. You're a moron, right? No suffering. Look, if PA won the lottery, and I come up to him, start thinking how much do you want, right? <laughs> if they, yeah, right, for and somebody else is like rejoicing and saying, what do you want? When your kid starts coming up to you and starts, you know, comforting you, like, what do you want? How much is this going to cost me, right? Right? We have to go through suffering in order to be comforted. But in our culture, in our suburban culture, in our church culture, we say, no, 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 no suffering ever. We can't endure this. 
God doesn't want me to endure this. But what does uncivil war say? Our suffering is for your comfort. I will go through this in order so that someday, sometime, someone will be able to be comforted because I went through this. I'm the only one? Okay, okay, a few of you are awake enough to agree. That is there so that someday, sometime, someone will benefit from your affliction. But I will also say this. We don't have to play the what is God up to game. Right? We do this, right? What does God want me to learn from this? I've told you exactly what he wants you to learn from this. Stop playing the game, right? Like you'll drive yourself batty playing that mental game. It's just happening. It's called life. Life happens on the way to next week, right? And whatever we go through, it is for others' comfort. Paul continues. We don't want you to be unaware, brothers, of our affliction that took place in Asia. Despaired for life. I was like, I'd rather died. Right? Suffering was occurring. He would have rather died within ourselves. It's an interesting phrase, isn't it? So that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Unless we are already dead, we cannot trust in a God that raises us, that we walk into and say, we might die because of this. In fact, I might rather die in that we're trusting the God that raises the dead. Again, we, will, we have put our hope in him that he will on our behalf for the gift that, got, that came to us through the prayers of many. I am not going to do anything or go through anything. Most part, we're talking about I will not do anything or, 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 or go through anything. Me bad. We consider that death. That's uncivil war. Not personally have a death sentence within ourselves. See what it is? We expect to live in a perfect heaven and earth, a new heaven and earth thing. Now, should people bully? Well, absolutely not. But guess what? We have an earth, we have a society without Jesus, and we expect them to be perfect without Jesus. Drunk guy in the third row behind me trying to help me with offside and throwing every curse word in the book at me, it would be awesome if that stopped. But I'm, I'm expecting a perfect world without Jesus, right? Now, drunk guy in the third row, he's drunk. So therefore, he's seeing four of the same person. The guy is offside to himself in his mind. So he has no idea. Now, this is therapeutic, you know, getting this off my chest and all. But we expect a perfect world without Jesus. If you are expecting everybody to treat you perfect without Jesus, you're up for a lot of disappointment. And you can't endure. You will be a victim of anything that comes your way. But if you have a personal death sentence within yourself, cares what anybody does to me. I can go through it. Why? Because I have infinity life from the one who raises the dead. 
that life is stronger than whatever, however they want to ruin my reputation, I have somebody that's willing to give me. But unless we have a death sentence within ourselves, we think we can get life from ourselves or life from that other person. No, they're not. They're not. If we relied on the one who gave infinity life, we'll have the strength to endure whatever comes our way. See, a lot of times when we look at also this God of all comfort thing, we think it's me and God, baby, right? Just me and God. We're going to go through this. You'll burn out. Uncivil war is, I go through affliction for your comfort. You go through affliction for my comfort, right? How much community is involved in this? Total. Upon my comfort, I'm dependent upon your comfort. And God has us. If we try to do it on our own, we are like taking an ember out of a fire putting it to the side and expecting that ember to grow. It's not going to work, right? It will die out. It won't work. Community is vital in this. It's not just me and God. God's going to use all of us to comfort and strengthen each other. See, Paul talks about the first social media in this passage. Like what? Excuse me? Huh? Prayer. First social media. You join in helping us. Paul wasn't in Corinth. How were they helping him? Joining and helping us by your prayers. It came to us through the prayers of many. First social media prayer. It connected Corinth to Paul and his sufferings. Prayer did. What do we pray for our prayer? Uh, for our mission partners, it connects us to their mission while not even being in the proximity of them. What do we, what do we learn about each other's life so that we can pray for each other while not even in the proximity of them? And what does that do? That strengthens the community. That gives us something to, 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 to comfort each other about as we come together for this moment. There's more comfort to be had than just sitting here for an hour or so each Sunday. Your affliction, my affliction, is for others' comfort. If we live for my comfort only, it will not satisfy. We find affinity life by giving life to others because they're comforting, comforted because of our affliction. Imagine if our nation didn't look out for their own comfort, but for the comfort of others. What if the church led the way and was known as a place of comfort? And we will comfort you. What if? Are you willing to change the... It's for your comfort. Let's pray.
Thank you, Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. And I just show us how to comfort other people. Lord, I us as a church and, and what we do to comfort those that are sparks an interest in a relationship with you. Just thank you. Love you. It's in the name of Christ. Amen.